are back again. We are back. Things are still crazy. Yes, they are. But that's okay, because you know who's in charge? Yes, the Lord. The Lord. The Lord is in charge. Remember that, everybody. That's it. That's all you have to remember. Amen. Amen. How have you been? Fine. How have you been? Good. Good. Um, Just hanging in there. That's all we can do. But otherwise, everything's been good. Looking forward to, to Thanksgiving. Yes. It's coming. It is. And we will enjoy it. Yes. 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 Um, so we finished up with our last big chunk of Leviticus, chapters 8 through 17. Yes. And now we are on chapters 18 through 22. But before we start, would you mind starting us off in prayer? Absolutely. Okay. Lord, I know you're with me and love me. Give me peace of mind as I prepare for this time of study. Help me to focus on my Bible and notes. Keep me from all distractions so that I will make the best use of this time that is available to me. Give me insight that I might understand what I am studying and help me to remember it when the time comes. Above all, I thank you for the ability to be able to study and for the many gifts and talents that you have given me. Help me always to use them in such a way that they honor you and do justice to myself. Your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Yes. Very nice. Okay. All right. So uh, before we get started on the recap, is there anything you wanted to bring up or? I'm good. You're good. Okay. I'm good. How about you? No. You're good. Yeah. Okay. I'm good. I was going to, I was looking at this last night. Do you ever... Like, I really wondered how we record in my kitchen, because this has nothing to do with anything. (laughs) How do random splatters end up on the ceiling in the kitchen? Oh, I didn't see them even. Because, and why wasn't it cleaned up? Like, did no one think there's a murder scene up there? Like, why not? There's splatters. I only see two. Well. And it's in your dining room at that. Well. Who knows? I don't know. I just, things like that make me wonder. Yeah, who knows? Why wasn't it wiped up? I know. Probably no one knew it happened. I bet you, because you know what's happened. What? The sriracha has fallen out of the fridge. Oh, that's what it is. And sometimes it just goes, Yeah, that's it. You know. Well, now that that has nothing to do with anything, let's get back to Leviticus. Let's get to Leviticus. Okay. So recap of chapters 8 through 17. Now we had, uh, the Bible spoke about the ordination of the priests. Aaron's sons, Nadab and Abihu, were burned up by God for using the wrong type of fire. Remember that? My goodness, yeah, they got just instant. Uh, God told the Israelites which animals were clean and unclean. Uh, the, The purification process after childbirth. Yep. Um, How to treat and cleanse those with skin diseases, how to deal with bodily discharges, uh, what happened on the Day of Atonement, and then uh, how to deal with animals' blood. Yeah. So those are quite a few things, uh, you know, that that God laid out for the Israelites. Yes. So uh, was there anything else you wanted to? Okay. So moving on to chapter 18. 
Uh, God, so, you know, this whole time God was setting the Israelites apart from everyone else. So he went from instructions for the people in the last section to standards for the people in this section. Yes. And chapter 18 speaks about forbidden sexual practices. Yes. Now in Leviticus uh, chapter 18 verses 1 through 5, then the Lord said to Moses, give the following instructions to the people of Israel. I am the Lord your God, so do not act like the people in Egypt where you used to live or like the people of Canaan where I'm taking you. You must not imitate their way of life. You must obey all my regulations and be careful to obey my decrees, for I am the Lord your God. If you obey my decrees and my regulations, you will find life through them. I am the Lord. Moses goes on to list... uh, who the Israelites must not have relations with. And of course, this is God, you know, telling Moses. Yes. So listed were the close relatives. Close relatives was a big one. It was. So that must have been an issue. Yeah, it must have been. You know, like father, mother, sister, etc. And then um, he also lists no sexual relations with a woman during, quote unquote, menstrual impurity. Yeah. And no relations with animals. Yeah. Once again, must have been a problem. I tell you. Did you want to say anything about that? I just had um, in that it says the Israelites were to keep themselves pure and set apart for God. God did not want his people absorbed into the surrounding culture and environment. Society may pressure us to conform to its way of life and thought. But yielding to that pressure will create confusion as to which side we should be on and eliminate our effectiveness in serving God. Follow God by obeying his word and do not let the culture around you mold your thoughts and actions. Mm. Well, that's true. You, you You can't just let everything around you change you. Right. You know, I know it. And... That's, that's easy to do. And sometimes we want a certain answer. Mm-hmm. Like we're trying to convince ourselves it's okay. Well, this or that, that's okay. Well, or, you know, oftentimes if you, someone will say, well, it says this is okay in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And like you've said it, how did you say it? About, um, anybody can find what they want to hear in the Bible. If they look at just a little insert. Yes, yes. So if you if your mindset is a certain way, yeah. No matter what you're looking at, you're going to kind of twist it to your agenda, whatever whatever you're looking for. You will find something. Yeah. And so I don't know, that's that's so good like just always look for it in the Bible but read the whole thing, not just try to get what you want out of it, you know. That is exactly right because that ha- I think that happens a lot with a lot of things. You have to take things into context. Look at the entire, uh, the entire chapter of, you know, of what you're looking at, and see what happened before, see what happened after, and understand. Oh, okay, this is why this happened, or this is why this person said this. Yes. So it's not just one little sentence that you're taking. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. I totally agree so okay so oh did you i'm sorry no that's it that's it 
Okay, then uh, Leviticus chapter 18, verse 21. Do not permit any of your children to be offered as a sacrifice to Moloch, for you must not bring shame on the name of your God. I am the Lord. How horrible that must have been. Uh, That that's, that's what they did. Yeah, I can't believe that. Yeah. Gosh. I know it. Now, here's, here's a big one. We're not going to skirt over it. We're, we're, we're going to talk about it. Yeah. Now, Leviticus chapter 18, verse 22. Do not practice homosexuality, mm-hmm. having sex with another man as with a woman. It is a detestable sin. Now, do you want to, do you want to start with your thoughts about it? Well, it is a sin and we all sin. Yes. Just as homosexuality is a sin, um, I sin too. Mm-hmm. I'm no better than that. Um, I, but to say that that homosexuality is okay, it's not. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you're not to like homosexuals or, right. or damn them because you're no better. Right. You know what I mean? So exactly. And it's not our place to judge, right? Anybody, not just regarding this about anything. Right. God is there to to judge. Yeah. Not us. Exactly. Right. I mean, you're not to damn them or hate them or anything. You know, we don't know their walk or anything. Um, so I, I just think it's not right if that's all I'm saying. And I think also, and something we've said before, you don't know what someone's going through. You don't know... Um, you know, if they've had their own conversations with God, you just have no idea. Right. So don't judge. Exactly. Just be loving, be compassionate mm-hmm. to everybody. Yeah. So, you know, for every for anyone new to the Bible and who's kind of heard things about it, yes, it, it is in the Bible. It's right there in Leviticus. Mm-hmm. Okay, so moving on to Leviticus chapter, Uh, Yeah, chapter 18, verse 30, uh, it says, So obey my instructions and do not defile yourselves by committing any of these detestable practices that were committed by the people who lived in the land before you. I am the Lord your God. That is said a lot in this chapter. I am the Lord your God. Mm -hmm. Okay, now, did you have anything else for chapter 18? No, I did not. Okay, let's move on to chapter 19. Uh, Now, Leviticus chapter 19 verses 1 and 2 says, The Lord also said to Moses, Give the following instructions to the entire community of Israel. You must be holy because I, the Lord your God, am holy. And then, you know, the statement, I am the Lord your God, is used many times, like we said. And I think the, the Lord was letting the Israelites know that these instructions were from him. This is what he expected of them. Yes. So I think that's why he just kind of kept hammering it home. Yep. And then some of the instructions for personal conduct were listed here. And, you know, here's, I just jotted down a few. Like, don't put your trust in idols. Don't steal. Don't cheat another. Do not bring shame on the name of your God by using it to swear falsely. Um, do not nurse hatred in your heart for any of your relatives. That's a little difficult to do sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, do not mate two different kinds of animals. Do not plant your field with two different kinds of seed. Do not wear clothing woven from two different kinds of thread. 
and then uh, no witchcraft. We see these things here, but I can tell you that he knew we couldn't keep these. Mm. That's why he sent his son to die on the cross for all of our sins. Because even the commandments, he knew we could not keep those perfectly. No, none of us are perfect. Okay. okay. So, I mean, don't think that there's people out there that can keep these perfectly. There isn't. Right. Okay. So I just wanted to say that because he's not expecting perfection. Mm-hmm. Because that way we could... We have uh, uh, an expressway to God through Jesus. Yes. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing that we can do to get to heaven. Mm -hmm. The only way we do is through Jesus. Mm -hmm. When you accept Jesus, when you accept Jesus as your Savior, you want to do good. You want to try your very best to do the right thing and live by the commandments the best you can. But you are going to fall because we aren't. Perfect mm-hmm. is what I'm trying to say. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then there was a note here. Some people think the Bible is nothing but a book of don'ts, but Jesus neatly summarized all these rules when he said to love God with all your heart and your neighbor as yourself. He called these the greatest commandments or rules of all. And that's from Matthew chapter 22, verses 34 through 40. By carrying out Jesus' simple commands, we find ourselves following all of God's other laws as well. Now, did you have anything else for chapter 19? Um, no. Okay. Then chapter 20. Uh, Chapter 19 detailed how the Israelites should conduct themselves, where chapter 20 lists punishments for disobedience, which applied to Israelites and foreigners living in Israel. Now... Once again, I have a list. Do you want me just to name off some yeah, of them? Yeah, go. Okay, so those offering their children as a sacrifice to Moloch must be put to death. And then I thought it was it was interesting because he also said, and if the people of the community ignore those offering sacrifices, God will cut them off. Yeah, I've seen that too. So he kept them responsible. Yeah. Uh, God also didn't want anyone committing spiritual prostitution. By trusting in mediums. I just thought that was an interesting word. Spiritual prostitution. I know it. Isn't that something? Yeah. I, th- I thought that too. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Adultery, sex with animal, relations with a family member, homosexuality meant death. Relations during menstrual period meant both were cut off from the community. Uh, those who act as mediums were put to death by stoning. Mm-hmm. Was there were there any others that you wanted to list? I off just there? wanted Moloch means their national god. That was their national god, Moloch. Because because God was telling them, listen, whether it's Egypt or Canaan or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It, when you see this, yeah, don't do it. Yeah. Okay. Um, I didn't have any to name off. No. Okay. All right. In uh, Leviticus chapter 20, verses 22 through 23, you must keep all my decrees and regulations by putting them into practice. Otherwise, the land to which I am bringing you as your new home will vomit you out. I thought that was strong language to use. I know it. it. Just to, you know, really kind of describe it. it. Yes. Yeah. They're like, it, it, it'll vomit you out. Uh, do not live according to the customs of the people. 
I am driving out before you. It is because they do these shameful things that I detest them. Yes. Because look at that. Vomit you out. Detest. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and what about notes for that section? I do. I have um, God gave many rules to his people, but not without reason. He did not withhold good from them. He only prohibited those acts that would bring them to ruin. All of us understand God's physical laws of nature. For example, jumping off a 10-story building means death because of the law of gravity. But some of us don't understand how God's spiritual laws work. God forbids us to do certain things because he wants to keep us from self-destruction. The next time you are drawn to a forbidden physical or emotional pleasure, remind yourself that the consequences might be suffering a separation from God who is trying to help you. Mm. Then I had another note here it, it, when it was talking about the sacrificing of the children. Yes. Um, sacrificing children to the gods was a common practice in ancient religions. The Ammonites, Israel's neighbors, sacrificed, oh, here, sacrificed children to Moloch, their national god. So that's why God was so adamant about yes. that, because it was their neighbors. Um. They saw this as the greatest gift they could offer to ward off evil or appease angry gods. God made it clear that this practice was detestable and strictly forbidden. In both Old and New Testament times, his character made human sacrifice unthinkable. Unlike the pagan gods, he is a god of love who does not need to be appeased. He is a god of life who prohibits murder and encourages practices that lead to health and happiness. He is a God of the helpless who shows special concern for children. He is a God of unselfishness who, instead of demanding human sacrifices, sacrificed himself for us. Yeah. Mm. That's right. Um, and then did you have any other notes? That's it. Okay. I had one other one that I think is important. Um, everyone is interested in what the future holds, and we often look to others for guidance. But God warned about looking to the occult for advice. Mediums and psychics were outlawed because God was not the source of their information. At best, occult practitioners are fakes whose predictions cannot be trusted. At worst, they are in contact with evil spirits and are thus extremely dangerous. We don't need to look to the occult for information about the future. God has given us the Bible so that we may obtain all the information we need and the Bible's teaching is trustworthy. Because I do, I think a lot of people want answers. Yeah. They want to know. And so they'll go to other sources. Yep. And they're never going to get it. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so that was chapter 20, moving on to chapter 21. Now, previous chapters informed us just, just how detailed God wanted the Israelites to live. Chapter 21 delves further into how the priests were to behave and remain ceremonially clean. They were to be set apart as holy to God. Priests may not shave their heads, trim their beards, or cut their bodies. I want to ask you about that. What did, Do you know what that means, cut their bodies? And I have no idea. Um, if a priest's daughter becomes a prostitute, she must be burned to death. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And the high priest must always keep his hair combed and may only marry a virgin. Now in Leviticus chapter 21 verses 16 through 20, 
Then the Lord said to Moses, Give the following instructions to Aaron. In all future generations, none of your descendants who has any defect will qualify to offer food to his God. No one who has a defect qualifies, whether he is blind, lame, disfigured, deformed, or has a broken foot or arm, or is hunchbacked or dwarfed, or has a defective eye, or skin sores or scabs, or damaged testicles. Hmm. He wants them to be as close to what he was, mm -hmm. perfect as, as they could. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, okay, this is sassy. Mm -hmm. It is. I might cut it out. Were there a lot of men with damaged testicles? <laughs> was this an issue? It must have been if it's brought up. How did they get damaged? Why uh, were there so many damaged testicles? I have no idea. Fighting? The priests were fighting? Oh, the priests. Well, because they're talking about... They're talking about to Aaron, and then Aaron had to follow these instructions. Yeah. So... I, I mean, all these no other idea. ones, I'm, all these other ones, I'm like, okay, that, that makes that sense makes in this sense. conversation. Who's I don't know. Who's damaging the priest's testicles, Amy? The priests. I know. I don't know. I could go on, but you know what? We'll go. We're just going to end sassiness there. Yeah. Even though that's curiosity. It is. Just being curious. That's I all. I don't know. I'm just curious. Yeah, I really don't know. Did you have notes for this part? No, I don't. I I just just that um, was God unfairly discriminating against handicapped people when He said they were unqualified to offer sacrifices, just as God demanded that no imperfect animals be used for sacrifice. He He required that no handicapped priest offer sacrifices. This was not meant as an insult. Rather, it had to do with the fact that the priests must match as closely as possible the perfect God he served. Of course, such perfection was not fully realized until Jesus Christ came. Okay, and then did you, there's another note. Did you have that one? Um, because they were Levites, the handicapped priests were protected and supported with food from the sacrifices. They were not abandoned. They still had opportunity to perform many essential services within the tabernacle. Mm. Yeah. Very good. Now then, briefly, there was another note. Why were there so many specific guidelines for the priests? The Israelites would have been quite familiar with priests from Egypt. Egyptian priests were mainly interested in politics. They viewed religion as a way to gain power. Thus, the Israelites would have been suspicious of the establishment of a new priestly order, but God wanted his priests to serve him and the people. Their duties were religious, to help, draw people, to help people draw near to God and worship him. They could not use their position to gain power because they were not allowed to own land or take money from anyone. All these guidelines reassured the people and helped the priests accomplish their purpose. That is important to remember because all the all the Israelites knew were, you know, the priests, how they acted in Egypt. Egypt. Yeah. So God's saying, no, no, this is going to be different. This is different and, and you can't own anything. You can't own land. You can't take money. So he set it up a very specific way. Right. Yes. Okay. Um, anything else for chapter 21? No. 
All right, chapter 22. Uh, the Lord told Moses that the priests could only accept perfect animals as offerings. And that was kind of lengthy how he, how he described yes. that. And then in Leviticus chapter 22, verses 31 through 33, you must faithfully keep all my commands by putting them into practice, for I am the Lord. Do not bring shame on my holy name, for I will display my holiness among the people of Israel. I am the Lord who makes you holy. It was I who rescued you from the land of Egypt, that I might be your God. I am the Lord. Yeah. Um, did you have a note from that section? I just have um, animals with defects were not acceptable as sacrifices because they did not represent God's holy nature. Furthermore, the animal had to be without defect in order to foreshadow the perfect sinless life of Jesus Christ. When we give our best time, talent, and treasure to God, rather than what is tarnished or common, we demonstrate true meaning of worship and testify to God's supreme worth. What kind of quality can people see in your service and giving? Mm. That's it. That was chapter 22. Um, you know, I was going to say something if I could before we close. You know, yeah. my daughter and I were having a talk today because she really wants to do something um, to glorify God in her, what she does for a living. She's 17 almost. And she's she just, you know, it's like, I don't, I want to do something, but environmental scientists I may not be around people but I, I want to you know be sure and I said you know if you pray about what you're going to do for a living and whatever it is you can glorify God for example people that stay home whatever you whatever you do you can glorify God in whatever it is if you're a stay-at-home mother mm -hmm. in your children you go to the grocery store. You can feel when somebody needs to be spoken to. Or um, if you have someone come in your home and help with your children, mm -hmm. you can mentor to them without them even really even knowing, you know, just talking to them. Or I told her, I said, it doesn't matter. Whatever you do, you will have the opportunity mm -hmm. to glorify God and shine the Holy Spirit. It doesn't have to be this extravagant life. You know what I mean? Like, yes. you don't have to be a doctor. You don't have to be this attorney or this whatever. Mm -hmm. Missionary. Yeah. There's plenty of people right in your little area. Mm -hmm. And that goes, that goes for, for anybody, um, you know, at your workplace, uh, it just, whether you're a man, woman, teenager, senior, it doesn't matter. You can glorify God in whatever situation you are in. Yes. It, it doesn't cost any money. Mm -hmm. It's all it costs is kindness and a love for the Lord. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah. And you know, if you're afraid what's going to come out of your mouth, God's going to give the words they're going to hear what they're supposed to and don't be afraid because mm -hmm. then you're afraid of man and not afraid of you. You're afraid of man. And it's, it's so natural to have that fear. It sure is. Yeah. 
But once you do it a little bit, it's not going to be. Mm -hmm. And even if you just say, God bless you today, then they're going to think that person said, God bless you. You know, it's going to put a little ting. Yeah, you have no idea how no. it's going to affect someone. No. And um, just I just wanted to share that because this world's so crazy right now. Mm-hmm. And um, I we're studying Paul right now at church, and I've learned so much about the, or, or I'm sorry, Colossians, mm. and about Paul's life. And um, one thing I learned last night is Paul was put in prison for his faithfulness to God. But if he wouldn't have been put in prison, those letters wouldn't have been written on the papyrus, on the paper. Mm -hmm. Then we wouldn't have that record. Mm -hmm. So God meant for that to happen and praise God that that happened. Mm -hmm. Because then we would have no Colossians and know a lot of the Bible he wrote. And everything's for a reason. Mm -hmm. This COVID is for a reason. Mm -hmm. Look at the families that are getting back together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And maybe some kids were too busy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe they were here, there, here, there, here. Maybe they're at home with their parents. Yeah. And what you said is absolutely correct. And there is, there's a lot of negative things going on too. Yes. And it's sometimes hard to look at, to look at it with, you know, like faithful eyes, but it's for a reason. Yeah. Um, you know, we're recording this almost mid-November 2020. And no matter what happens with this COVID thing, with the presidential election, just remember God is in charge. That's right. Not anything else. Not the president, whoever the president's going to be, not who you see on TV, not the media. God's in charge. Yep. I would turn the TV off. Yeah. That's what I would recommend to all of you. Don't even, yeah, the Lord is in charge and just make him in charge of your life. That's all I, I pray for all of you. So I just wanted to share that. But no, that's wonderful. Yeah. And that was that was on your heart it as well. It was heavy on my heart today I, that I thought maybe God put that on her heart for us to share with them. You know, that maybe someone's struggling and thinking, you know, even a phone call mm-hmm. to an elderly person that's just stuck at home. Yeah. Do you know how much, and if you have little ones... Do you know how much they would love to hear that little one's voice? Yeah. Like you call and them say, hi, hi, uh, Alice or whoever. They love that. Yeah. I mean, I love that and I'm 52, but <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so I just wanted to share that, you know. No, that's that's good. Yeah, so. Okay, so uh, let's give out some information. Uh, our email is basicbiblestudy19, the number 19 at gmail.com. Uh, facebook.com slash my basic bible study and then the website is my basic bible study.com where you can find all the information on there and so next time amy yes we're going to finish up leviticus i can't believe it uh so we will be reading leviticus chapters 23 through 27 okay and that will finish up leviticus wow But thank you for listening. We will catch you next time. Yes. Have a blessed Thanksgiving. Yes. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm